Well, it's been almost a year ago to the day since I created episode number 37 showing you how to make a simple search form. And the way this works really is pretty simple. All you have to do is just type in part of a word and it just finds the products and filters the list this way. Now when you submit the form, it's actually performing a GET request directly to the index action of your controller. So as you can see in the URL, it goes to the index page of the controller and just uh, passes in the search parameter directly in the URL. So it's a GET request here. Now I find this technique works really well for the majority of the cases where you need to implement some kind of searching. Even if you do need multiple form fields here, where it's a little bit more of an advanced search and not just a simple text field. However, that said, there are some cases where you do need to have a really advanced search form with a lot of form fields, and this is something you don't want to perform in a simple git request and just put all the parameters in the URL simply because they won't fit or because they need to have uh, more information inside of them. A classic example of this is the vBulletin advanced search, where there's form fields and form fields upon uh, search options that we can pass. Now, you obviously don't want to pass all these in just a simple GET request. So how do we handle this then uh, to do an advanced search in our Rails application? And how do we do it restfully? That's the question. Well, it helps to think of searches as a resource. So if we're performing an advanced search, we're actually creating a new search resource. And if we're fetching the results of the search and displaying them, this is actually the show action of our search resource. So if we create a search model, we can save our search attributes into our database and easily fetch them and perform the search on the fly whenever we need to. So to do this, I'm just going to generate a model and controller uh, for this searches. Now, um, I'm just going to use my nifty scaffold generator, which is a, just uh, a variation of the normal scaffold generator. And I'll post a link in the show notes. Anyway, our model, we need to be called search. You may want to change this and make it more specific to the model you're searching on. And we want some attributes on this model. So these are the form fields in our advanced search form. So let's say we want some keywords. And that could be a string. Uh, we want our category ID so we can determine which, so we can filter which categories we want to perform the search into. And we can have a minimum price. And how about a maximum price? And I think that's good enough for now. And as far as our controller goes, I want a new and show actions on our controller. So let's just generate this. And then we'll need to migrate the database. And then you just point your browser to searches slash new and voila, here's our advanced search form generated by the scaffolding. Now I did pretty this up a little bit to make it uh, more presentable, but that's it. I mean, it just works. And now if we type in uh, some keywords or we could just select a category here we want to filter into and um, let's say everything under $8, click submit, and then it creates a new search resource. Now obviously this doesn't list the results yet. We have to build in that functionality, but it's actually not too hard. We can perform the actual product find directly into our search model. Uh, I'm going to create a new method called products, and this is where the actual found products will be returned. So to do this, let's make a an instance variable cache. 
so that if this method gets called multiple times, uh, the products are only found once. So um, we can move this on to a find products method where the actual find takes place just to keep the code a little cleaner. So in here we can do the product.find call and just pass some conditions. And then these can be whatever you want to just make the, the find call. Now I added some code here, which I'm just going to paste in to um, handle this logic for me. And you can kind of follow along the same pattern in your application to uh, handle conditional logic. Because I know sometimes it can be a little complicated if you aren't using a full text uh, search engine, which you may want to use anyway. But um, if you were just performing a simple SQL query conditions and just combining them together, you may want to use this kind of technique where what I'm doing here is just creating a separate method for each little attribute that needs to have its own conditions. And then I have some methods down here which are kind of generic and just help combine all the conditions together. And notice it looks for all methods ending in underscore conditions. So it just picks up all these methods and just merges them all into one conditional clause based on whether or not the attributes were uh, typed in or not. So now in our show page, all we have to do is just replace this with our products, which are found by our search. So we just, uh, let's render a partial and just render the partial of the search's products. There we go. That's all there is to it. So now back in our browser, we just hit reload and it, now it just returns the one product that matched our search criteria that we typed in. Now, of course, you'd probably want to make this a little bit more convenient, uh, you know, make a more, create a new advanced search button here or there, or something like that. But uh, this should get you started in making a more advanced search where the search is actually a resource and you're creating that uh, search every time you're doing an advanced search. Now, storing the search in the database every time has some nice advantages. It makes it very easy for you to save the search later on if the user wants to. So if you have a user model, you can just assign the search to that user using a user ID of some sort. And then suddenly that search becomes a smart filter where they can just click on it at any time and instantly go back to that search. Uh, that's a pretty cool functionality that you can use when you're storing your search in your database. However, there are some disadvantages to storing the searches in the database as well because of course it takes up space and if someone's performing a lot of advanced searches, uh, that could be a problem. But you may just wanna set up a regularly running task which just removes uh, old searches from the database uh, which should help this problem a little bit. So that's how you can create an advanced search. I hope you found this helpful. This episode is exclusively sponsored by PeepCode Screencasts. Please visit peepcode.com to find high-quality screencasts and PDF mini-books on Ruby on Rails.